you're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast. Only no, you're not. You're listening to Brit Pod Scene podcast. My name is Tom Ratcliffe. Uh, I'm the famous from TikTok. You've probably heard of me. I'm kind of a big deal. And opposite me, drinking bath water, as always, is my good friend Jack Short. Hello. You're not famous on TikTok. I am famous on TikTok. No, you're not. I've been on there and I didn't see you once. No, I was trending today, mate. I was on the front page of the TikToks. That's not how that works. Let's not argue. If you like arguing between two people you don't know, you might want to check out the Tom and Jack podcast when you have time. But today we're guest hosting the Christmas special December version of Brit Pod Scene podcast. Uh, Jolly. Here is some atmosphere. Listen to that. Wow. Just Christmas. hear those sleigh bells jingling. There you Ring go. ting tingling too. That is sleigh bells shaking. Would you like to hear... Be- no, not baby's laughter. Uh, Santa Claus. No. What, is- what will he get up to next? Oh, the bells are still going. And this is sleigh bells. They're all layering. Oh, He's gone mad. Let's not do this. Should we start again? No, I'm enjoying this. I want to see what happens next. Dropping a Christmas glass. This is mental. Okay, let's stop that. Stop. So that app cost me £2, which I assume I can claim back from Britpod scene. But yep. we'll discuss that later. We'll do an expense form. Uh, so, Merry Christmas. Or happy holidays. Seasons greetings. Seasons greetings. That's the PC one that is an American. Cool. Welcome. Good. T- glad tidings to all of you. Of comfort and joy. Certainly. Uh, certainly. Uh, I mean, I had a great Christmas. I don't quite know. I think it's going out on the 8th of December. No, that's too soon. That's before Christmas. <laughs> when are the 12 days of Christmas? Is that real or is that just a song? Because I imagine it's on one the of the days. The 12 days of Christmas start on Christmas Day and then follow on what to... What a horrible thing to say. No, not a horrible thing to say. No? Accurate, if anything. If you knew anything about the origins of the Winter Festival, you'd know. I think the pressure of knowing at least one person is listening for once is getting to me. We may have done our Christmas special by now, which uh, will feature... Well, who knows? It could be anything. I mean, we always do... <laughs> we don't know, because we've not planned it. We always do a Secret Santa, though. Yep. I mean, that's... Uh, looking forward to that. Have you been thinking about what you're going to get? Someone? Certain well, someone? No. Well, we can't, I can't say anything, <gasps> because I can't say who I've got. Oh, the person I've got is going to get a sack full. Let me tell it you. It could be the producer. Could be my co-host. So, could be the editor. Anyway, it's time for Britpod Scene News. Over to Daniel from Fridays. Well done. Brilliant. Betamax Video Club has a festive triple bill ahead. Oh no, he didn't. Oh yes, he did. Andy of Dredgeland has written a panto. We fix Space Junker eight times finalists. Eccentric Earth turns one. Theme Park Films gets the Disney dirt. And Britpod scene take over Basingstoke. Library. As ever, it's more on these stories over with our reporter, Frosty. Hello, this is Frosty from the show with the pressure and Frosty. 
With Christmas round the corner, we've been joined by Santa Claus to give this month's news. Santa, welcome to Britpod Scene. Ho, ho, ho! Hello, Frosty! I hope you've been a good boy this year. Let me see who I have on my naughty list. Oh, yes, we have Betamax Video Club hosted by Rich. He'll be celebrating the season by talking about three classic 80s Christmas films. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Scrooge, and Trading Places. Andy of Dredgeland has written a panto. Oh, no, he didn't. Oh, yes, he did. The presenters of Wandsworth Radio performed Aladdin on the 9th of December. Well done, boys. The fantastic audio drama We Fix Space Junk are finalists in eight categories of the Audioverse Awards. Congratulations and good luck. Join the adventure by subscribing and listening to the show today. Happy birthday to Eccentric Earth. This wonderful podcast about fascinating people of history is celebrating its first birthday. Join Amy and friends for the birthday special episode. The very naughty ladies at Theme Park Films Podcasts, Carla and Holly, are interviewing a Disney cast member from Disneyland for the New Year special. You'll not believe what they ask him. Definitely not one for the kiddies. And finally, in January, many Brickpod scene members will be talking to people at Basingstoke Library, telling them all about podcasts and how to access them. The meeting is headed by the brilliant Susie Buttress from the Casual Birder podcast. Keep an eye out for our Facebook page for more details. I think that's everything for this year. I'm off to feed the reindeers and help Mrs. Claus stuff the goose. Ho, ho, ho! Thank you, Santa. Back to you in the studio. Lovely bit of news. Thank you guys for that. Yeah, thanks, Daniel and Frosty, from the show with pressure. So, we're Tom and Jack. We are disgraced radio hosts who now have to shout in a in a basement. Yeah, we were once on local radio. Yeah, and then we... We had upwards of 100 listeners. And then we got kicked off. <laughs> That's cumulative. We got kicked off <laughs> because the because the person running that local radio station happened to want us to marry him, and we declined. <laughs> okay, I tell you what, I'm just going to play the clip of us apologising for what we did on the thing Smart. we got kicked off here. As Love if we're it. Cutting oh. him, I'm appalled. Shame to cut down on Bo. Really, we'll leave it. A, we'll leave it down a bit. Um, a little bed. It has come to our attention that... <laughs> no, sorry, serious. <clears throat> yeah, 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 serious. We are being serious. In fact, I'll turn Bowie off for extra serious. Don't get, extra don't clout. Drag Bowie. Um, we are, it's come to our attention that leaving the microphone on, which was a mistake... Not mine. Mine. Your Honour. Uh, has led to some uh, disdain and some upset. Uh, therefore, we would like to apologise on behalf of the radio station and on behalf of ourselves. Um, we should be dealing with situations like this with more professionalism, and we apologise if anyone got upset by anything we did or said. Um, yes, and we take full credit for it. I so concur. there we have it. Sorry, I concur. 
There that's you all you can do, isn't it? When you upset people, you apologise and you move on from it. And that's what we're going to do now. I'd like to apologise sincerely for my singing. I never sing like that in public. I thought it was just me and Jeff. We've done a Gordon Brown. That's what we've done. We've just lost the election. Yeah. Oh, that Shame. Bigoted woman. Yeah. You bigoted listeners. No. <laughs> I'm joking. No. <laughs> I tried so hard. Sorry, no, it is a serious thing. And I'm embarrassed about everything to do with this yes. show constantly that... but especially that oh dark days they were for us though jack anyway on a lighter note it's time for an interview on this month's podcast stacy from the rough giraffe podcast will be interviewing her mum wow. uh, unfortunately i don't have contact with my mother at the moment so i'm just going to imagine i'm interviewing her that might be quite nice to actually listen to someone talking to their own mother then perhaps you could imagine what it'd be like to have that kind of relationship yeah lovely Hello, this is Stacey from the podcast Rough Giraffe and I'm joined today by Mum, also from the podcast Rough Giraffe. Hello Mum. Hello Stacey. How are you doing? I'm okay, I'm slightly uh, tenuous. No, not tenuous, what's the word I'm looking for? Tedious? No, that's you. (laughs) Tremulous. Oh, we're getting the thesaurus out now. Slightly nervous, Stacey, as to what you are going to ask me. We need to try not to make this sound like rough giraffe. So that means no bondage, no space cats, no goats in trees. All of those are banned. Are there any maggots? No, no maggot talk. Okay. It's all going to be serious. Mum, why don't you start by telling us about rough giraffe what is rough giraffe the words that i've heard most to describe us are quirky british and funny okay i would say we are an eclectic mixture of humor trivia nonsense and um, giggling (laughs) oh yeah there you go there's the giggling i contribute to most of the nonsense yeah and you turn it into something quite special oh thanks i think that anyone can ramble on yeah but uh, it's knowing what to take out that makes a good podcast and when you've worked out what that is we will have a good podcast i'm trying i'm trying my best i know i know when did you start the podcast i believe it was the 9th of march 2017 at about half past eight in the evening don't quote me on that it might have been 20 past eight Uh oh i've already written up the quotes why did you start the podcast that it's a question that I don't think I will ever answer. I'd heard of podcasting and you'd heard of podcasting. Yeah. So we said, why don't we do podcasting? I think, in fact, you called me up one day and said, I've been thinking of doing a podcast. And then you said, do you think you could help me with my podcast? <laughs> so... Basically, now, what you're saying is all of this is my fault. Yeah. I don't think that when we started this, we had any idea, did we? Oh, no. I mean, we thought that it would be a couple of episodes and just members of the family would pretend to listen to it. I don't think we knew at the beginning even 
what the subject was going to be, how long we'd be able to talk for, whether we'd actually run out of everything by episode three. Yeah. But some somehow it's sort of fallen into place without very much effort from me at all. So what is your involvement in the podcast? What do you do? I talk. And basically that is it. You do all the rest. I just talk. You you ring me up and wake me up from a slumber when I'm usually quite drunk on very cheap gin. Yes. You say, do you want to do a podcast? Like, oh, yeah. Okay. And then you ring me back half an hour later when I've sobered up a little. Yes. And we do a podcast. And that's basically all I remember of it. Until? Until it comes out. And I, I listen to it and I go, I don't remember any of that. <laughs> it sounds effortless. It does. But we've been doing this podcast for about 18 months or so. Yeah. We started off recording an episode every week. Oh, that was exhausting. I think the amount of work that that involved made both of us quite weary. I think at one point we really did think of giving it up. Yeah, I don't know how people manage to put out a weekly show by themselves. No. So now it's about once a fortnight. We do extra episodes, uh, like for Halloween and Christmas. Yeah. Where we're just in the middle of recording our bumper Christmas event. That is uh, a podcast every week for December. Now we're much further down the line. The editing process is much easier and quicker for me. So you're now in Spain. I am. Hang on. Yep, I'm definitely here. We've always recorded separately because you were living in Bristol and I live in Reading. Mm -hmm. So we've never actually recorded together. How do you think moving to Spain has changed that? Not at all, I think. We've actually recorded twice together, I think, since I've been in Spain. Actually physically in the same room? Well, once in the same room and once... In a park when it was blowing a gale and we were sitting under a large flock of pooing parakeets. Do you have a favourite episode? I have favourite moments. I don't have favourite episodes. I'm guessing that most people's favourite episode was the dating episode. I think so. I think that is... um... A classic. However, that that has completely ruined my love life. <laughs> Are you just attracting pirates now? <laughs> if only. You love a pirate. I, lo- I love a pirate, I do. I think my favourite bits have been... Goats, cheese. We've had a lot of cheese, but let me try and think. I think one of my favourite episodes was the holiday episode and the Dorset knob throwing. (laughs) Do you have any advice for anyone wanting to start a podcast? I would say, number one, try listening to as many other podcasts as you can in as many different genres as you can. Yeah. And analyse 
why you like or dislike them or make some notes number two you might think of podcasting on your own which is great but i think that a solo podcast is so much more difficult to get going Mm. there's no one to bounce ideas back and forwards there's no one to keep you to a schedule to say come on we're going to do the podcast yeah so i would say get together with a friend or a relative or find people that you could interview and at least for the beginning start your podcast with somebody you you can always get rid of them later although i find that is quite difficult to do (laughs) and if you possibly can i have an echo here because i live in an open plan apartment on a roof about 50 feet up in the air Uh, but if you possibly can find a room that has not much echo and is fairly quiet you tried doing it in the shower didn't you i did it let's just say that if you do have a rather large derriere the shower is not the place for you to be taking your recording equipment (laughs) we talked about it briefly about doing a podcast by yourself but you are considering doing one yourself aren't you i have actually started a podcast of my own yes called blues music origin stories yeah what's it about it's about um mostly about alligator hunting (laughs) no it's it's about not so much about blues music Mm. but more about stories about the people who were involved with blues music and how the places that blues started we're going right back to africa and the slave trade and how blues uh, originated from that period it's really interesting uh, hopefully the first episode is going to be out on christmas day oh is it mm-hmm. it's an exclusive it's an exclusive so I, I do hope that people will enjoy that mm. there's more research than for rough giraffe yeah you've been working hard on this for a long time yeah i I lost all of the information that i had when we had the thunderstorm because it blowed my pooter up we'll look forward to it and will your new podcast be a member of britpod scene i am hoping so and and everything i, I want to be an itunes sensation <laughs> you want to be new and noteworthy i do well I'm sure your PR team will be able to get that sorted. Will you? (laughs) (laughs) So where do you see Rough Giraffe going in the future? It's a conversation we've had more than once, I think. Mm. What keeps us going, what keeps me going, is the community that comes with the podcasting. Yeah. Uh, And... All the podcasts are different, but I think ours relies fairly heavily on the participation of the listeners. Yes. Yeah. And and also, most definitely, all the help that 
we've got from other podcasters. Yes, the podcast community is always, always so supportive. And if you ever need anything or want anything, you just ask. And there it is. And when someone messages you or emails you and says, thank you, you really made me smile Mm. today. I'm just thinking, how can you stop? Yeah. And it's surreal to know that these people are out there listening. So we've sort of become this this family. It's a slightly dysfunctional family. (laughs) But uh, I don't want to lose that feeling of everybody being together. There doesn't seem to be any competition in it. Nobody's trying to be better than anybody else no and to make other people smile that is special yeah Uh, i've suffered as you know from depression for many years and some days are fine and other days are they can be pretty gloomy but occasionally something happens and it lightens your mood and a little smile and suddenly life is not quite so rubbish. And I think that if we can just make one person's life the tiniest bit happy, even for 30 minutes, yeah, then that's one person alone is enough for us. It's enough for me to keep going. And I think you definitely would miss all the friendships that you've developed. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know so many people. I've got so many friends now through podcasting i speak to people every single day who are on the other side of the world that i didn't know two years ago it's quite amazing what are your favorite podcasts let's think meat what is meat meat is m-e-a-t meat Mm -hmm. it's a podcast by jonathan zenti okay uh he does podcasts on the what I'd say is the body positive. Okay. And his first episode that he ever did about being overweight was really insightful and particularly good. It does all different things, but they're all positive podcasts. Mm. Uh, another one is called Griefcast. Okay. Doesn't sound that brilliant, but it's how to deal with loss and it just manages to be emotional and thought-provoking and funny all at the same time. Mm. By far, my favourite episode was the one where David Bedeal was talking about his mum's affair with a guy that sold golfing memorabilia. And Brit Podsin has also some brilliant podcasts. Some of my favourites, actually. Um, now then... Oh, that's excellent. I wish they'd do more. It's basically people over the age of 70 who are reminiscing. Yeah, that's excellent podcast. Another one that I enjoy is The Bottomless Pit. Oh, do you? This is James and, uh, is it Foley? Yeah. The Bottomless Pit podcast is the one that I listen to on a Sunday when I'm cleaning the sloths out. (laughs) (laughs) If you like things that go bump in the night, Mm. have a look at Knock Once for Yes. That's a good one. And 
I like casual birder with Susie. Oh, yeah. Got to love casual birder. So we'll leave it there. Thank you for talking to me. Do you want to tell us where we can find Rough Giraffe? I've no idea. That's 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 <laughs> your department. It's uh, it's on the internet. I, I go through Podbean. And I think we've got something to do with Twitter. And there's uh, we've got Facebook, haven't we? So you can find us on Twitter at Rough Giraffe Pod. Yeah, and iTunes iTunes on Instagram at Rough Giraffe Podcast. Spotify. We are on Spotify. We're everywhere. Where can't you where can't you find us? Um John Lewis. We're not in John Lewis. I need to put some uh, postcards in John Lewis. We are everywhere that you find podcasts and we ha- also have a Facebook page and I love our little Facebook community. I say hello to them on a weekly basis. Yeah, they know who they are. Now, we have been talking for 45 minutes and I'm going to cut this down to 15. So if people want to hear an extended version of this interview, they can go to our Patreon page, which is www.patreon.com forward slash rough giraffe and can hear still an edited version, but it'll be twice as long and you can hear more about how we got the podcast started and why we keep doing it. Well, it's uh, thank you for that. That's all right. I'll leave you to get on with your evening. Okay, I'm just going to get the gin out. And um, ta-ta for now. Thank you very much. Well, what an interview to hear on a podcast such as this. And our chestnuts are well and truly oh. roasted. Roasted dry. <laughs> now it's time for the pod versus pod section, where I believe two podcasts uh, have a bare-knuckle fight in a car park. To the death? Um, To death or knockout? (laughs) No, of course they don't. It's pod versus pod chat. That would be a stupid thing to say on a podcast. It would be foolish to assume that digital mediums could even have a death. This pod versus pod is Easy Riders Raging Podcast versus Theme Park Films. Seconds out and may the best person win. (laughs) Live to see another day. Christmas. Hello and welcome to the Christmas special of Pod vs Pod. I'm Carla and I was thinking what gift as the creator of Britpod Scene can I give the listeners? And the best gift I thought I could come up with was hearing me on two segments of the show this time. So you will hear me here and then you'll hear me later on in my usual American segment. So I think that's a treat for all. (laughs) Yes, big treat. (laughs) I am joined by my co-host of Theme Park Films, Holly. Hello. And we are joined by our very good friend, Chris, from Easy Riders Raging Podcast. Hello. Basically, Chris is going to test us on his specialist subject, which I guess is 70s films. It's going to be sort of 60s and 70s films. Oh, even better for Holly. That's, <laughs> that is right up her street. Yeah, that's, so That's sort of what I, if I was going to go on Mastermind, that's what it would be on. I know. What are the odds, eh, of that? That's amazing. <laughs> Your specialist subject. And we will be testing Chris. Now, we we weren't sure. Have you ever been to Orlando, Chris? Yes, yes, I have. I've been there once. 
Okay. But we felt it a little unfair. So we've we've tried to make them as easy as possible for someone that might not have been there at the unhealthy amount of times that me and Holly have. Fair enough. Ho- hopefully they're not they're not too bad. Because the format of this game show is kind of like mastermind in reverse. So you yeah. have a specialist subject, but you're not answering questions on it, right? That's right. I love that you've explained my segment to me. <laughs> Brilliant, because I'm very confused by it. And I'm glad you've explained it. I have no idea. Before we came on air, Chris had to tell me that it was called Pod versus Pod because I thought it was called Brit versus Brit. So I don't even I don't even know what I've made. I, I mean, I created a network of podcasts by accident. I just thought Brit Pod scene sounded quite a cool name, and maybe I'd get some retweets. Now I'm managing like a hundred podcasts. What's going on? It's an empire. <laughs> got out of hand is what it's got. Anyway, Chris, obviously you're our guest, so we'd like to ask you to go first with asking your first question. Sure enough. Okay, Alfred Hitchcock is one of the world's most famous film directors, and you discussed his film The Birds on your podcast, Theme Park Films. We did. But can you name three other films by Alfred Hitchcock? Well, I can. I'd like Holly to name a couple. I can name Psycho. Yep. I'm out. (laughs) Good start. <laughs> well, I mean, just the most famous film, probably. I can't name any more, I don't think. Sorry, Carla, over to you. No, that's all right. You know what this reminds me of? It's like uh, like blockbusters, where it's like two versus one. This is almost unfair, isn't it? Um... I've got the, the, the mascot in front of me. <laughs> okay, I will say Strangers on a Train. A very good film, yes. Yeah, that's. I think that's maybe my favourite one. I do apologise for the siren going outside the window if that picks up. But I live in London. What can you do? <laughs> the ghetto. <laughs> and Dial M for Murder. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that's correct as well. Yes. I don't know if I've seen that one, but that is Hitchcock. Yeah, that's a good one. It's kind of a light-hearted Hitchcock one. Right, it's not not gruesome as the others, even though it's got murder in the title. And it's also a spelling lesson for youngsters. There you go. Works. So, your question? Holly, over to you. Oh, yeah. Uh, one second. Name four out of the five rides relating to Steven Spielberg, which have been featured in the two Universal Studios parks. So, these are the two Florida parks. Not the Disney ones, only the Florida Universal Studios park. That is quite a hard question. Jaws is the obvious one. Yeah, correct. I've been on that. That was a lot of fun. Um, E.T. There's an E.T. ride, I believe. There is. I think I also went on that one. Brilliant. There was an indie stage show or something like that. Does that count? Oh, so close. That's in Disney World. We can't allow it. Uh, Am I out or shall I have another go? No, no, no. You carry on. Cinder's list ride still. That's that's they've got rid of that, haven't they? Yeah, it was, it was deemed inappropriate. Prudes. Funnily enough, what there was a Schindler's list ride. Was this a joke? This is a joke. It's a hilarious joke. Yeah, it was terrible taste. Awful. People are switching off. You've lowered the tone of this Christmas special. <laughs> Happy Christmas. This is why like, I'm not paying attention, and I'm like, what? <laughs> well, all right. We'll give we'll give you Indiana Jones because maybe you wouldn't know that if you haven't been there as many times as me and Holly. So we'll give you that. So do do one more and then we'll we'll call it quits, I reckon. That's a Jurassic Park ride. That's in Universal. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. 
Well done. Uh, yeah, that's in Island of Adventure. So that's Universal. That's her second mm-hmm. park. You could have also had, because it's Steven Spielberg related, you could have had Back to the Future. Men in Black, I think he was also connected to. Is that there? Yes, I think, yeah, he was connected in some way to that, wasn't he? He's got he? his fingers in many pies. You don't like to talk about that. Oh, and also, actually, I just thought of another one, Transformers. Yeah. He was connected to. Is it Disney where the Blues Brothers drive around? That's Universal. But he was in the Blues Brothers. Oh, my God. I mean, there's so many. It should just be called, like, Spielberg Studios. That'd be amazing. Okay. Well done, Chris. Apparently, that was a hard question, according to Holly. I didn't think it was that hard. Okay, shall I go with my next one? Yes. The Godfather is one of the most famous films of all time. It was a film recently covered on our podcast. But can you name a member of the Corleone family from that film? Oh, you know, The Godfather, I don't even know if it's a film I've seen. That's going to make the question harder, obviously. But it's like in pop culture. So let me see if I can think of one. Can you think of one, Holly? No, but I think we need to go just with like a real typical name, you know, like Joey. Are we going to be offensive in the same (laughs) way as the Schindler's List ride? There's got to be something like what is like a typical, you know, like Italian-American name? I thought something like Vinny or... Yeah. Like, (laughs) shall we just name anyone from the Jersey Shore? (laughs) Yeah. Is it the situation? <laughs> Who should we go with? Give a name. Let's go Joey. That's incorrect. You could have had Vito or Michael. That's the Albertino ah. role. Sonny, Fredo or Connie. So you were so close, but yet so far away. Yeah, that was disastrous. It really was. You should, you should both give it a watch. It's a very good film. If you haven't seen it, I would strongly recommend it. And then obviously... Listen to our really long podcast. Oh, it's one of those things, isn't it? That, like you, sh- you know you should watch, but you just don't. Yeah, it's, it's an epic. It's not short, but it's very, very good. Just pretend it's like a TV miniseries. Watch it over like two weeks. That's a good idea. Yeah, I can just t- keep turning it off and thinking, I need another one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay, go on, Holly. Okay. Which Disney film is only represented in Walt Disney World by having themed toilets? Made myself laugh. <laughs> um, this is true, though, and it's really weird. I'm going to go with a punt. The Hunchback of Notre Dame. You know what? They'd be great toilets. They'd be very pretty, wouldn't they? Well, I'm imagining you flush and the bells ring out. <gasps> what good idea. Yeah. You should work for Disney. You could call it the Hunch Flash of Notre Dame. That's terrible. <gasps> Love it. It's incorrect, I'm afraid. It's a bit obscure, actually. Not even we've covered it on the show. It's tangled. Okay, how is that represented? It's like themed toilets. So you go in, it's all themed like Rapunzel and like there's trellises up the wall. And I mean, they're very pretty. It's amazing. But that's the only representation of tangled. Not to be gender, you know, stereotypical, but is it just the ladies that are tangled? You know what? I'm not sure because I don't go in the gentleman's toilet, young man, so I don't know. Well, you're the experts. I would have thought you'd have had to, you know, do like a survey on people and find these things out. If it is, I think Mm. we need to start a campaign. What, to get it in the men's? I mean, I'd prefer that. Okay. It's not right. It's not right. You're absolutely (laughs) correct, Holly. It's not right. Um, I think it will probably be in both because it's like an area. I'm going to say it probably is in both. But if anyone is listening, let us know that's been in the boys' 
side of the toilet of Rapunzel. Call in now. Uh, my question is also Disney themed. I know you covered a lot of Disney films on your show. And so I went to one mm. that we've done on our show, which was 101 Dalmatians. How many puppies does Perdita give birth to? in the film 101 Dalmatians. This used to be my favourite film, but I mean, I've got no idea. I haven't watched it in years. And then I saw the first half on telly, like the live action version. And I remember them keep running out the room and shouting a new number. Um, Is this though, is this a trick question? Well, she didn't have 101, Holly. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I think it's something like 14 or... But where does the 101 Dalmatians come from? That's how many she has to kidnap, isn't it, to make her coat? Oh. No one has 101 puppies in one go. Would you need 101 puppies to make one coat? I don't think you would. It depends what size you are. She wasn't that big. No, she wasn't. She was a very slender woman. <laughs> anyway, we digress. Um, yeah. you, you choose the number, Carla. Oh. I actually think that they do have that many puppies. That's ridiculous. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, it's a cartoon. So is it ridiculous that someone would need, you know, like, be skinning a dog to make a coat? Oh, that does go on in the world. Yeah, but not in London. <laughs> All right, well, we're, I would have said about 14, 15, but let's take Holly's answer. No, I know what, actually. Let's just, we'll just have our own on this one. Oh, hello, the team's broken up. We've gone solo. So you're going 14 or 15, one answer. And I'm going to go 99. The answer was 15. <laughs> Bang on. Hey! Yeah, they find all the other puppies when they, uh, they're they saving their own kids. So they take a load of them, spares. Holly, you should have stayed in the team. I know. Stop this trying to go solo stuff. <laughs> you're like Andrew Ridgely and I'm like George Michael. Um, okay, one last for Chris. What is the only film to have the original featured in Universal Studios and the sequel featured in Islands of Adventure? Not at the same time, if that makes any difference. The one in Universal Studios closed down and then it reopened when they did a remake in Islands of Adventure. I'm going to go with... So was it original and a sequel or original and a remake? Original and a remake. Good question. Jaws. No, that's not even a remake. Um, I'm going to go with uh, The Mummy. Oh, that would have been a good answer, wouldn't it? Mm, love that ride. Yeah, it's one of Holly's favourite rides. It's still the original, uh, The Mummy. It's still the... Because he still appears, doesn't he? Brendan Fraser on the ride, Holly. Yeah. No, it's King Kong. I see. Yes, that makes perfect sense. So, yeah, it was the original, uh, what was it, 1930s, the original came out? Something is somewhere in the ballpark. Yeah, it was, the original one was in Universal Studios for years. It was one of my favourite rides. I loved it. And it closed down. Ooh, the mummy went in. Ooh. And then they reopened it for Skull Island over in Island of Adventure as a completely different ride. It's quite good, though. Oh, yes. I believe you won the quiz, though. I think that's that's how the scores came out. Oh, I don't know. Did we? I don't think so. We said someone had 99 puppies. No, Ridiculous. I said that. You got it right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we call it a draw and all be happy families because it's Christmas. 
It's Christmas, the season of charitable answers. There you go. It's a draw. So, Chris, do you want to quickly tell the listeners where they can find you? Sure. Uh, if you look on iTunes, is the easiest place. Easy Riders Raging Podcast. We've got about 100 episodes or so on 60s films, 70s films. And we're on Twitter at ERR Podcast. We're other places as well, but those are the key, the key places you can find us for all your classic film chat. You're on Instagram now as well. Yeah, I've gone all 22nd century. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, Holly, where can they find us? Um, Instagram, you know, Twitter, usual places. Just hanging around, aren't yeah. we, on social media? We're just there. And you can find the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, etc. So that's Theme Park Films. And the concept of our show is we will review any film that has been immortalised in a theme park. So thank you very, very much for listening. You'll hear me again later, you lucky lot. But in the meantime, happy Christmas, Chris and Holly. Christmas. Happy Christmas to you both. Well, there you go. There you go. Two fatalities. Who would have thought it? On Christmas as well. (laughs) <laughs> Congratulations to the winner. Commiserations to the loser and their families and the bereaved. At this time of year, it's not easy. It's not coping at Christmas. So it's time for some Americanosityness with the American segment. Here we have Carla from Number One Rerun and Theme Park Films, friend of the pod, a shared hater of all vlogger things, contributor, interviewing. Uh, a podcast called Fan Counters, who presumably are American. And I would like to take this opportunity to say, God bless America. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Jack. It's Carla again, creator of Brickpod Scene, co-host of Number One Rerun, co-host of Theme Park Films, and someone you've heard way too often on this episode. But enough about me, let's head over the pond and see who we've got on the American segment of the show. And thank you as always to Carla for that intro. I'm Carla and I would also like to thank Rob from Gamma Radio for the music that we always play on the American segment. Gamma Radio is a post-apocalyptic show which can be found on all good podcast players. Now, let's see who we've got. As I say, who are you and what's your show about? My name's Nick. And I'm Elizabeth. And we do a show called Fan Counters, and it's a celebrity-based podcast. There's always this thing where if you meet somebody famous, people are like, oh, what were they like? So we turn the tables around. And we put it as, what was that encounter like for the celebrity? Right. We want to know what that celebrity thinks of all those people standing in line, waiting to get their autograph. So on Fan Counters, we have a new celebrity guest each and every week, and we ask them questions about their career, but mostly we're digging for dirt about what it's like to be (laughs) with um, their fans. Yeah. It's a great concept, and I often think that, celebrities must just think get a life to some people they just must I mean I've followed bands around I followed Iron Maiden around when I was younger and I'm from Britain it'd be weird if I wasn't and I created Britpod scene but I am and I 
I followed them like around Europe. I turned up in France to see them. I turned up in America. I saw them in a few states there. And at the time, I thought, oh, it must be so cool they recognise me. And now I realise I probably terrified them. Poor guys. Who wants to see some gonk from London turning up? And they're in a different country. Really weird. Anyway, I digress. What interview have you enjoyed doing the most? Well... The, the ones that I have enjoyed the most, I, I really enjoy lots of the kids on Broadway, but I will tell you the one that I found to be the most remarkable was the gentleman who had been on Broadway uninterrupted for something like nine or ten years, whatever that was. Yeah, that, his name was Bill Nabel, and he was in Beauty and the Beast every single performance of Beauty and the Beast. It was unbelievable to me. And, of course, we've had some really super great, like, big-name stars like Jerry Mathers, and Linda Gray. I was going to say, those are my two favorite because they were my dad's favorites. Yes. And it means a lot to me that I can put out a, a show, a podcast, with people that he admires. Yeah, that's nice. Because I'm real close to my dad. Yeah. I adored the Linda Gray interview. For anyone that's listening who doesn't know who Linda Gray is, shame on you, first of all. Second, it's Sue Ellen from Dallas absolute legend and it was a two-part episode that nick and elizabeth did and it was just lovely what a lovely lovely woman she is so nice and chatty and open to talk it, it was a real joy to listen to now who would be your dream guest my ultimate dream guest i have not even told elizabeth this is gordon ramsay Really? I would love to interview Gordon Ramsay. See, and I would love to interview Garth Brooks because I think his fan base and how his fans react to him are so interesting. Yeah, because he is somebody that loves his fans and he seems real genuine about his relationship with them. Yeah, so. and I think that he would have some fantastic fan counter stories. And I think Gordon Ramsay's the exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I think his fans are going to have nothing nice to say. <laughs> but believe me, if he was ever on the show, I would ask for a uh, invitation to the Hell's Kitchen Celebrity Night. Oh. Why not have a podcaster there, right? Sure. Well, that would just be an episode filled with bleeps if you had Gordon Ramsay on. Now, your show is such good quality. It feels like you've been going for years, but I know you haven't. So how long have you been podcasting for? A little over a year. We launched our show September 8th, 2017, and we've done about 65 or so episodes. You got it. Yep. Okay. Well, you've put my podcast to shame. One of them's been going for much longer than that, and... Nowhere near that amount of episodes. Maybe you want to knuckle down. Up my game. Whereabouts in America are you from? We tape our show in a recording studio, just uh, a small town outside Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So we are home of the Brewers, land of the Packers, and um, we enjoy our sports. And people will stereotype Wisconsinites as loving cheese and beer. I'll take the cheese, but I do yeah. not drink beer. We're just good Midwestern kids. Yep. So go ahead and give us a fact about that state. Well, we're known as the Badger State. We have an enormous amount of cows, so we produce a lot of milk and a lot of cheese, 
And we also have a lot of beer, as Nick pointed out. Neither one of us really care for the beer. But I have to say, California and Wisconsin are stiff competition as to who is truly the dairy state. Make no mistake, Wisconsin is America's dairy land. Yes. And that's all I have to say about that. Yes. You heard it here first, guys. Don't be chatting no shizzle and saying that California is the dairy state because Wisconsin, you've got it right here. They've said it, accept it, move on. Now, Nick and Elizabeth, do you listen to any British podcast? The most uh, British thing we've probably ever listened to was our last guest who could do a British accent. <laughs> um, yeah, I watch a lot of British television, but um, I don't, I don't. You don't do podcasts in general, though. I don't listen to any podcasts. <laughs> right. And to be honest, even though we host a podcast, I really only listen to about three. So, uh, and one of them is direct competition to us. So, uh, not stealing ideas, but just keeping tabs on what the competition is up to, okay? Of course, that is different now, because when you agreed to do this interview, you also agreed to subscribe to Number One Rerun and Theme Park Films for Life. Um, sorry if you didn't get that email attachment making that perfectly clear. Whereabouts on social media can they find you? Well, we are on social media. We've got our largest group on Facebook. Over 30,000 people hang out there at facebook.com forward slash fan counters. You can also find us on Twitter at Fan Counters Live. We recently launched that page, so we're trying to get everybody from Facebook to come over there. It has been a struggle, which is fine. So, And then we also have an email. Hello at fancounters.com. So send us an email. If you have a guest suggestion, you want us to interview your favorite celebrity, tell us who that is. We'll work on getting them on the show on Fan Counters. Uh, yes, I would like you to get anyone from the Goonies on, please. Or maybe one of the lesser parts in E.T. Because I know you're pushing it with Drew Barrymore. And obviously E.T. went home, so you can't have him. But anyone else from E.T., would be wonderful. That's my suggestion. Now, I'll be honest, because you've said you haven't listened to any British podcasts, unlikely any of Rip Rotten are going to be inviting you over to visit, but I will because I'm nice like that. And again, you're contractually obliged to listen to me from now on. So when I do invite you over and I pop you in my kitchen and I say, right, go and make me a chip butty, what would I mean? Okay, this is weird. So, a chip butty. I don't like the way the second word's spelled because it reminds me of the backside. Bum. <laughs> but if I were to work at a restaurant and bring you that, I would probably bring a chocolate chip cookie. Um, I would take that. I was thinking more like chip beef on toast. Oh. Because I know that chips um, are well, fish and chips. fries. Right. So, um, uh, and crisps are potato chips. So, uh, if you were to bring me a chip, that would be some sort of French fries and maybe gravy. Okay. First of all, I just want to let you know that she used to live in England and has seen Princess Diana way back when, and she doesn't know the answer to this. I'm disappointed. Okay. Well, I wasn't there for the food. Oh, please. Everywhere I go, I'm there for the food. (laughs) 
Well, if you'd have given Lady Di a chocolate chip cookie when she wanted a chip butty, you would have been up to the Tower of London and off with your head. I guarantee you that. Chocolate chip cookie, indeed. It means a chip sandwich and chip as Elizabeth pointed out, are what you call french fries. So it's basically putting your french fries in a sandwich. But never mind, you tried. Thank you very, very much for coming on the show. I really enjoy your podcast and I recommend people do go and check it out. You have lots of interesting guests on. And happy Christmas to you both and all of America. If anyone would like to send me some tickets so I can wish America happy Christmas in person, more than happy to accept them. I particularly like Florida, New York, or Los Angeles. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much, Carla, for having us on. We really enjoyed being on your show. Hey, everybody. Don't forget to tune in to Fan Counters. Shameless plug. You betcha. (laughs) Thank you again. Bye. Oh, I don't know. Shameless plug-in. If there's something that I, host of Theme Park Films podcast, often spotted in the iTunes chart, and number one rerun podcast, a rising star, some would say, hates is self-promotion. I just can't bear it. Anyway, back to Tom and Jack from the Tom and Jack podcast, which is available on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, etc and their own youtube channel in the studio where we're far too dignified to do shameless plugging like that seriously oh good old americans eh Oh, great, great stuff. Helped great to hear a bit from over the pond. Helped us out in a couple of wars. Don't mind remembering that. Right, so this is the part where we're allowed to talk about ourselves, Jack. Wow. So, what what are we, Jack? That's what I wonder often. What sort of people are... What, what do we do? couple what of ruffians. Yeah, two idiots who um, don't really like each other. No, um, no, we love each other very much, but we bicker very often. Um, I, we like to think that we're outcasts, but actually I don't think that we are. We're not outcasts because you have to be cast out of something to be an outcast, whereas we were never invited in in the first place. True. Uh, what do we do? We sort of moan and that. and It's comedy, largely, and I believe some people laugh at our podcast. Yeah, we like to pick apart a lot of pop culture. We yeah. take a look at a lot of god awful adverts, YouTubers. We do we do a lot of picking apart the world of vloggers. Yeah, we do a vloggers gone wild section where we look at vloggers who have gone wild. And I'll tell you what, I'll play the jingle here, and you'll get exactly what we're on about. The retailer can decide how much they sell that for. That's completely out of my um, decision making. I don't have the right to make those.
To be honest, I just want to start off with that I'm sorry. 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 It seems like I've learned nothing from all these past controversies. Nothing. Be sure to subscribe and smash that like button. Oh, never gets old, does it? Never. We do... How to describe it? The restaurant reviews that we look at, mm. I wouldn't care to... I don't think we should say the chain. No, we never mentioned that... It's a certain pub chain, but we never mention the pub chain because we don't want to get sued. We don't really know about those sort of things, but we don't want to get in trouble and it's just a bit of fun on the radio. Yeah. What's that called? That's So that's a spoonful of weather. Yeah. So we look at the wor the best of the worst, weird, wacky TripAdvisor reviews uh, for a certain pub chain. Again, sorry, we can't mention it. You just have to use your imagination. <laughs> uh, we also just look at weird things what we find funny like um, Mariah Carey that's Christmassy Mariah Carey singing All I Want oh. for Christmas really badly make my wish come true I'm just gonna keep on waiting woo, 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 woo. you 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 I hear those bells ringing so that's the sort of thing a seasonal favourite you can expect from us yeah, uh, we also make sketches, which are, I mean, are critically lauded, but commercially... Visual uh, accompaniments. And, uh, yes, and uh, check them out. YouTube, Tom and Jack podcast, all the major social media channels. If you're very much enjoying the Tom parts of this and not the Jack parts, then you might want to check out a little app called TikTok, which I believe is going to rule 2019. And uh, me and my thriving fan base are welcome to all sorts there. We're going to set up a GoFundMe so that you can buy us some chairs, a computer that works, and maybe a webcam. A webcam? Uh, I know what you're thinking, and no one is going to pay for that, Jack. <laughs> so you eating a lollipop on a chaise long. <laughs> Would you like another section from the Britpod scene pod? Tom, I'd love one. Good. This is the newbie section. We're going to chuck over to Stacy from Rough Giraffe again. Hello, it's Stacey. I'm back to tell you about the new members that have joined Britpod Scene in the last month. I'm like a collector of podcasts and I love to find new podcasts that offer the listener something different and something really exciting. So I'm so pleased to be able to introduce to you these next three podcasts. The first one is called Eccentric Earth. Now, Eccentric Earth is a fabulous show hosted by Amy Walker. Amy has a new guest in each episode and she talks to them about an interesting person from history. It's a great way to discover people that you may not have heard of before but they've done something to make them famous or even infamous. You can find Eccentric Earth on your podcatcher and on Twitter at eccentric underscore earth. Now, with our next podcast, maybe you fancy a little getaway break over the weekend, or maybe you're just interested in broadening your geographical minds. Well, we have the show for you. The Departure Lounge podcast discovers a new country in each episode and takes you along for the ride. It's hosted by Ben and Ben, and it's full of interesting facts that I'm sure you'll love. You can find the Departure Lounge 
on Twitter at Dep Lounge Pod. That's D E P Lounge Pod. And our last new member for the month is called The Worst Draft, and it's hosted by Eris and Lou. These are two childhood friends who, when they were in school, wrote a few novels together, and now they're reading it out loud, chapter by chapter, for us to enjoy. It's full of embarrassing plot, awkward romance and plenty of giggles. This is really a fun podcast. You can find The Worst Draft on Twitter at Draft Worst. You can find these podcasts and many, many more on our website at BritPodScene.com and you can visit our Twitter page at BritPodScene where all the podcasts we retweet are shows that we endorse. Okay, that's it for now. See you in the new year. Fantastic. Thank you very much to uh, Rough Giraffe there. And thank you to the Britpod team. We've had a fantastic time co-hosting this wonderfully festive episode. It's just got more festive. We hope you've enjoyed it very much. We hope you've laughed. If you haven't laughed and you don't enjoy to laugh, (laughs) perfect. Come to the Tom and Jack podcast. You won't enjoy yourself at all. Yeah, and uh, check out all the sketches and films we do. I'd say the stuff we actually write and think about is probably a bit better than um, the sort of improvised stuff. Watch it and decide. If you don't think it's as good as the podcast, if you think one of them's worse than the other... Don't tell us. We don't take feedback very well. No, we do get the odd niggly comment, and it really puts a dampener on our weight. We do throw our toys out. (laughs) Thanks very much for having us. Yeah, Merry Christmas to one and all. I'm sure we won't be invited back, but Hanukkah. Yeah, that's one of them. Well done. Yeah, Uh, multicultured. Yeah, we'll see you in the new year. Thank you very much. Bye. Uh, God bless us, everyone. Christmas, Timmy. <laughs>